The talk for Razorback football has been who is going to replace Traylon Burks at the wide receiver position. You know what? I don't think they have to. In fact, there's a really good chance that this wide receiver group could be even better than what they were last season. We'll dive into that here from some of the wide receivers. We're also going to do a little recapping of Razorback basketball. And the first time you got to see him in action over in Europe with some highlights and close up with some nonsense here on a beautiful Wednesday. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Wednesday as we are just a mere 24 days away from Razorback football. So getting closer and closer by the day, and we know that each and every day that goes by, we get to hear from coaches and players and uh, get to have some of the uh, media recap for all went down in practices and all that fun stuff. And I think that it's been really fascinating, especially some of the responses I got yesterday about the uh, cornerback position, uh, especially about Hudson Clark. So I guess I didn't realize how many of you were on HUD Island as well. Uh, so that was really cool. But it's cool to see in compared to what other schools don't get when media coverage. It's awesome to see coaches and players talk with the media and get to ask the questions because, again, that's not something that happens every other place at all. And so the fact that we get that and we get to hear from them is a really cool thing. And one of the guys, well, because let's be honest, there's a lot of different players that we want to hear from, we want to know more about, we're really excited about. But probably one of, if not the player that most people are excited about seeing this year that was not on last year's team is Jaden Hazelwood. The transfer out of Oklahoma, a wide receiver who was a five-star coming out of high school, who led the Oklahoma Sooners in receptions and in touchdown uh, receptions last year, uh, a guy that was addressing a need at a particular position that Arkansas needed. And now it seems like he's a guy that is really fitting into the offense and running with the ones and being a vocal leader. And we got to hear from him yesterday as well as Keytron Jackson. But one of the things that really stood out to me about Hazelwood is, you know, he's he's got a high expectation for himself. You know, he believes that last year's numbers at Oklahoma weren't good enough. Like he he wants to go out there and be extremely productive for this team. And as productive as he was, one of the questions I was asked to him is like, hey, like you had some decent numbers last year, but where do you think you can improve? How do you think you can improve? How do you think you can help this team? Well, Jaden Hazelwood had a really interesting response. Take a listen. I would say those numbers weren't good to me, first off. Uh I feel like I'm here where I fit. I am, I'm here where I belong. Um, I feel like I'd be, I'm way more appreciated here and, and I'm more like the coaches put me in more positions to contribute. Um, and that's no shade on anybody. Uh, I just feel like overall this year is gonna be great, not just for me, uh, just for the whole team, especially the offense. Uh, I know people keep bringing up Burks and whatnot. I mean, he was a great player, um, but it don't stop there. Uh, it's going to continue to get better every year, even when I'm not here, because we got good players who's younger. We got good players coming in. Uh, so 
That's the only way I can answer that. A really good response there by Jaden Hazelwood, and one where he kind of dove into it a little bit more and talking about not only just him having success as an individual, but also as a team. And the fact is, is that he is able to be very self-aware. He's self-aware that the offense that he is coming into is one that was extremely explosive last year. It's one that has a lot of expectations. It's one that has a really fine quarterback. It's one that has an offensive coordinator in Kendall Bryles, who might be one of the better offensive coordinators in the country. Like he all he understands that. He's aware of all of those things and all of the situations that he stepped into. But the thing that he is the most self-aware about is Traylon Burks and replacing him. And I feel like that response is exactly what I would want to hear from a wide receiver with a lot of expectations. Because you're not going to replace Traylon Burks. We are all fully aware of that. We know that that's not going to happen. We know that Traylon Burks was like that once-in-a-generation type of talent that comes through Arkansas. And so it would be stupid to assume that he is going to come in, Jane Hazelwood that is, come in and just replace all the production, be just as good of a player, and Arkansas will pick up right where they left off in that regard. That's dumb. That's not going to happen. But what can happen is something to the extent of what Jaden Hazelwood said, where he was like, it doesn't stop at Burks. The wide receiver group does not stop at Burks. And even when it says it's not going to stop at me, it's going to continue on because we have so much great young talent here. And we're continuing to build a lot of these guys into really good players. And when I hear that, I'm like, you know, if you start putting it all together and looking at Jaden Hazelwood, which we went through all of his accolades and how great of a player he is, you think about him. You think about a Warren Thompson who had some shades last year of some really nice plays. You think about Keetron Jackson, who's going to enter in his second year and looks the part. I mean, you saw that video. That guy is beefy and uh, a lot of expectations going on with him. And you hear about, honestly, the player that I might be most excited about in the wide receiver room. Matt Landers, a transfer out of Toledo. Everyone's talking about how fast he is, how athletic he is, and how much of a game breaker he is. Like you start hearing about all these things and you're like, you know what? Maybe replacing Burks isn't a problem because you don't have to replace one man. You just have to make the core group of wide receivers better. And when you start putting together all these players and start putting together all the the different strengths that they have and the different ways that they go about playing and the type of roles that they can be in, their athleticism, their speed, their speed, their size, all of those things mixed together. You could start putting in some puzzle pieces and make the argument, a legitimate argument, that this year's wide receiver group is going to be even better. Last year, you had Burks. Again, we, we know how amazing he was. But besides Burks, you had Warren Thompson, who helped out a little bit here and there. And you had a guy like, you know, Keetron Jackson, who was a young freshman player that sometimes would come in and, and do some things. Maybe a Davion Warren on occasion, but you just didn't, you didn't have really anybody else besides Burks because you didn't need anybody else besides Burks. Like that's not a slap or as a Jaden Hazel would say, that's not shade towards the other players that played last year. You just had such a great player in Burks. You didn't need him this year. He's gone. So now you need guys to step up. You need big-time players to step up. And I think Arkansas has filled that void really nicely. I think the development of some of these guys is really going to help. And 
I'm not going to be surprised at all, at all, if this wide receiver group, as a group, end up having better numbers, better production, and a better season than what the team had last year. You have talent in that wide receiver room. You have all the things that you need to have to be a high-caliber SEC team in that wide receiver room. And honestly, the more I hear about it, the more I hear from Sam Pittman, the more I hear from wide receiver coach Kenny Guyton, the more I hear from these wide receivers and talking about other wide receivers and hearing from the cornerbacks how good some of these wide receivers are. Like Hearing all of these things, it makes me pretty excited about the potential of what this group could be. Now, talk is talk. We know that. Until we see it on the field, it doesn't matter. But we don't have that yet. <laughs> we haven't been able to see what we have on the field. But what we do know is what these guys are saying. And I've always felt like when it comes to press conferences, when you're hearing from players and coaches and everything, how do you kind of get into the truth? How do you figure out what is actually real? What's actually happening Happening instead of just coach speak or player speak? Well, how I look at it is that if you have coaches saying one thing and you got players saying another thing, offensive players saying one thing and the same thing, defensive players saying the same thing, if you have a big group of people that are all saying the same exact thing about one particular topic or one particular player, that's usually a good sign that that is the reality. That is the truth. Because it's not like they put on the whiteboard and they're like, all right, guys, if you're asking about this player in the press conference, just make sure you say this. Like, that's, that's not happening. It's simply because they're seeing it. And it's making such a big impact that it's worthy of them or worth uh, them being able to come out and talk about it. So I keep putting expectations on this team. I keep feeling like they're going to be a great team, but what it's going to come down to, because we talk, we, we talk about all of the biggest concerns for this team. Razorback quarterback is great. We know that running backs are going to be great. The offensive line is going to be great. Sam Pittman would never have an offensive line. That's not going to be great. The tight ends are going to be improved. The secondary is going to be better, in my opinion. The linebackers are going to be just as good, if not better, assuming they can all stay healthy. The defensive line, we know, is a little suspect just because we haven't seen many of these guys play, and the depth issue hasn't really been great, especially even last year. You know, Could they be just as good? It's going to be important for them to be just as good, but can they get to that point? Maybe. But the wide receiver group was the one that everyone had questions about. Ooh, we saw what uh, the, the Razorbacks looked like last year in the uh, in the Outback Bowl without Traylon Burks, and ooh, that didn't look good, folks. That was after uh, weeks of playing with one player, and then for one game they have to play without him. And considering how big of a party was at the offense, those types of things are just going to happen. But now you've had spring ball, you've had summer camp, you have fall camp. You have all of those things that has helped this team build their chemistry and get them into a great position with K.J. Jefferson. I'm going to go out and say it. This group of wide receivers, and that's why I mean to be specific, this group of wide receivers will be better this year than what they were last year. Overall, the group of wide receivers are going to be better. The offense is going to be banging on all cylinders right now. And I can't wait to see them get started. And I can't wait to see some of the look on people's faces. Be like, okay, Burks was great. But these other guys, 
they bring a little bit of the sauce too. We're going to talk a little basketball on the other side of the break, but first I got to tell you about betonline.net. It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your sports betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we know that Razorback football is in full swing when it comes to practices and fall camp and all that fun stuff. But we do know, too, that the Razorback basketball team is over in Europe, and we had a chance yesterday to get a full-fledged glimpse of them on Flow Sports. They're not going to be playing today. They will play again tomorrow. But it was just, I don't know. I got so excited about it all. I got so excited about the the, the prospects of it all. And here's just a couple of highlights actually from Nick Smith and uh, Trevin Brazil because they were really the star studs in this game. Uh, here's just a few things that Arkansas Razorbacks Twitter account uh, put out from uh, their highlights from over in Europe. That was Nick Smith Jr. And a guy, they, I guess because of the Twitter video, it makes him every look stretch out. But here's also Trevin Brazil. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be frank with you. I know that this is one preseason meaningless game overseas against competition that Arkansas will not be facing this year with rules over there that are not rules over here in college basketball. Like I fully understand and fully admit that I am aware of all of that. But that being said, I did not go into yesterday's game basing everything that I'm going to see on how good this team's actually going to be this year. You can't do that. That would be dumb. I said some tongue-in-cheek things on Twitter about it, but that's not the case. What is the case, however, is I wanted to see the athleticism, the length, the speed, the agility, the, the ball handling, the passing, the things that are either you've heard about that have been really good or the things that you wanted to see how good it is at this point in time. That's what I wanted to see. Arkansas smoked this team by 50 points, so it wasn't even close. But when I see some of the things that I saw yesterday, I can't help but get a little hot and bothered over the potential of what this team could possibly be this year. Nick Smith is as good as advertised. I mean, there's a reason why people are feeling like he's going to be an NBA lottery pick, maybe a top five pick if everything goes according to plan. Like he is that level good. He's going to be the leading scorer of this team and honestly could be the best, best Razorback basketball player since Bobby Portis, 
And, I mean, he may be in rare territory in that regard. So he is that good. And you got a guy like Trevin Brazil who's come in, transferred out of Missouri, and you see the length and athleticism of this guy. You're like, holy crap. This guy looks really good, too. Like, he looks the part of what you or what you felt like Arkansas was missing from last year's team. Just that freak, big, athletic guy uh, that can do a lot of different things defensively as well as offensively. But you see him, you see Anthony Black getting into the mix, and he's looking really good. Like, the ball handling skills of a guy that, that is that big at 6'7 is, is awesome. Like, it's, it's amazing. You see what he gives you. Uh, you can see where Jordan Walsh is coming in, and he's looking really good as well. Uh, you see what uh, some of the guys like the, the Mitchell brothers and you know maybe the elements that they can add, as well as Jalen Graham. He's had some moments, and he looked pretty good yesterday too. Uh, Devo even looked fine. But like my point isn't going through all those players, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this could be it. This this could be real. This could be – this is something. Because I know that you can't take anything away from a game like that. I understand that. But I'm just telling you – that if you can look at just the individual talent of some of these players and see how it's showcased, see the athleticism, see the length, you're like, man, if all of that's there, like the stuff you can't coach, you know, like the speed, the strength, all that stuff you can't coach, if that's there, which it is in droves, if it's there and you actually have a skill set and a talent level like has been hyped up and you throw that into the coaching ability and the development, of Eric Musselman and his staff, that right there is a recipe for a national championship team. Now, we know that going to the NCAA tournament is always a crapshoot. You never know what's going to happen. You could lose in the first round. You could make it to the national championship game as a four seed. You just never know. So you can't ever just put a guarantee on, well, we're going to go to the national championship because we are the most talented team. That's just not the way the tournament is built. But what you can say is that you have a talented enough team to win the national championship. Arkansas has that. They have the talent. They have the ability. They have the depth. And they have the coaching to win a national championship this year. At the minimum, go to the Final Four in Houston. And so what I'm seeing... All, all the great plays that they had and all the great plays they made yesterday. I'm like, if this is the worst this team's going to be, which that's usually the case, if yesterday and this trip over in Europe, if that's the worst that this team is going to be, sign me up, book my trip to Houston. I, I've already, I'm already going to get an Airbnb. I, I don't care. I'm going. <laughs> like, I am going to that thing. And not to mention the fact that Arkansas, in reality, could absolutely win the SEC. Like, they are absolutely a good enough team to win the SEC regular season this year, possibly be a number one seed. Because as I've gone through it before, when you look at the other teams in the SEC, the conference is going to be good. I'm not saying they won't. But Arkansas, I think, overall, as a team, is going to be better this year than what they were last year, just because they have more talent. It's nothing against last year's team, but they have a lot more talent this time around. So if you're thinking about that, they have more talent, they have more depth, they have more length, all of that. Arkansas is going to be a better team Talent-wise, overall-wise, next year, this year than what they were last year. Auburn's not going to be as good. I don't care what anybody says. Like they were a really good team last year, and they lost in the second round. Good for you. Kentucky's going to be Kentucky. I mean, they kept. They were a really good team last year too. They were two seed. Um, but I don't know. Like, will they be just as good? They could be. 
but they could not be. You never know with Kentucky and Calipari. Think about that. You think about uh, a team like Tennessee. They were really good last year. They were complaining about not getting a, a higher seed than three. Well, they ended up losing anyway. So, But are they going to be just as good? I don't think so because they lost a lot of pieces from last season. So you're talking about some of the big teams from last year that are going to be not as good or at least just as good. Arkansas is in that mix as being better than what they were last season. So I know football is in full swing. I know we're talking about all that. But I just believe with the schedule, with the the team makeup, with the ability that this team has, you better you better go for, get on get on board on this because this is going to be wild. This is going to be a wild season. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be something to where I'm just like, wow. Each and every night, there's potential for highlight plays, like sports under top 10 plays across the board. It absolutely could happen. And all those things mixed in together, I'm, I'm just so excited for. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for it all to start because, again, the potential is there. I have You haven't been able to say that in a long time. Like, think about that, folks. Like, I know we're going on a tangent about basketball, but think about the last time you were able to say with your Razorback men's basketball program that you felt like you were good enough to win a national championship. I mean, obviously you won it in 94. You were the runner-up in 95. But since that point in time, have you ever felt good, confident enough to believe that a Razorback basketball team had all the pieces to win a national championship? I don't think so. Now, you had some good teams. You had some teams that made some runs in the regular season in the SEC. You had some teams that uh, went and played for an SEC title in the tournament. You had some teams that had a lot of talent on them. Uh, a couple of them had some NBA players. But I don't think anybody ever felt like, oh, yeah, this team could win it all. Maybe since 1995. So if that's the case, if you put all that together, if that's the case, you're talking about the most confident and the best feeling that Razorback basketball fans have felt in almost 30 years. Yeah. Had to do my math in my head. Didn't seem right, but it's true. Nearly 30 years. How exciting is that? It's not a joke. It's not a trick. It's reality. You better get ready for Razorback basketball this year. We'll have more to talk about and close up shop here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast coming up next. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so final segment here on the uh, Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I uh, Again, I, I appreciate the people that uh, reached out to me and were uh, talking to me about some of the things that they wanted to see from uh, from Razorback uh, football or wanted me to talk about, which um, I actually had somebody texting my radio show asking me wanted to do a What If Wednesday uh, on a particular topic, which was pretty awesome because it means that I have people listening to both my radio show and my podcast. So I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. But um, yeah, the What If Wednesdays in the top Tuesdays I might do something like that before the season starts, but here's the thing. Once the season starts, man, it's balls to the wall. Like it, it's nothing but Razorback football coverage from beginning to end. Like every Monday, we're going to recap Saturday's game. Tuesday, we'll probably do some more slight recapping and uh, react to some of the things Sam Pittman had to say in his press conference after the fact. 
you know, Wednesday, we'll kind of look around and, and seeing this current status of everything. Thursday, we'll get you kind of revved up and, and talk about uh, the weekend of the, of the game. And then Friday will be the full preview of the next game. So you're talking about wall-to-wall coverage. Unless something crazy big happens, especially with Razorback basketball or anything like that, it's going to be football-driven, which is not a bad thing. Like, I'm not saying it's a, it's a, it's a negative. It's just the way it's going to be. And so I'm excited about the prospect because, honestly, since I started doing the YouTube side of things here on the podcast, um, I haven't been able to do it for football season. I did it for basketball season when I was traveling around. I did it for baseball season, and that was so much fun. But I think football is really, really going to go to that next level. And so I'm, I'm excited about that aspect. And, honestly, uh, I'm trying to, to work out some things, too, and I don't know if anybody else would be interested in this at all. But I'm trying to do it to where I could possibly uh, go to certain places where the game is happening this year or this season and set up shop at like rest. Like and when I'm going to I'm going to go to Provo, like I'm going to the BYU game. And so I don't know, maybe I'll look up the uh, one of two sports bars that they have in the Utah state or in the entire state of Utah and uh, maybe try to do like the podcast from there and my radio show and whatnot. So I'm going to try to take it on the road a little bit this year as well. But um, I think that there's been enough people who have asked about it and have wanted to know more about it and, and everything. Then I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll start doing it. Maybe I'll start busting it out and start uh, taking the podcast on the road. I do have the equipment to do so now. I've been building the equipment with cameras. Like I got like a, a camera stand for a desk. I got a camera tripod for when you do that. I got a ring light. I mean, what else do you need if that's the case? You got it all. Uh, but so I'm going to be trying to, you know, think of new things like that too. And so my, I say all that just to say, if you have any suggestions or anything that you want me to do or want me to be a part of, uh, just hit me up. Like I've already got some things I'm really excited about when it comes to, uh, the, some of the ads that we're going to be doing and advertising with some of the businesses here in Arkansas. You know, I, I, I can't say just yet what we're doing, but there's already been some local businesses in the state that have reached out to me and we're going to start doing some things with them on the podcast that I am so excited about. And uh, it just shows you how much this podcast has grown and the legitimacy, how I look at it, at least the legitimacy of the podcast, because uh, the more that you have people paying attention to it and subscribing to it and being a part of it, it is what makes it so much fun and so great. And I take pride. I take pride in this podcast and I take pride in the fact that we are the number one Razorback podcast in the entire world, that it's n nothing's even close to what we do. And how we do it on the daily and bringing you great content from Razorback Sports. So uh, I'm excited about what this football season is going to hold. And I can't wait to share it all with you as well. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.